Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Round Guy the Podcast. This one's all about the Iowa-Iowa State matchup this weekend. Are you excited, Steve? Why am I excited? Are you excited? It's the biggest thing since, uh, it's the biggest thing since sliced bread, canned beer, whatever. You know, it's, uh, it's the only thing anybody's talking about. The only people that aren't talking about this college game our parents and and those kids that are still in high school, and they got a big uh, schedule of high school football on Friday. But the moment that's over, then they're going to be talking about Iowa Iowa State. Oh. It's the biggest rivalry uh, around, and deservedly so. You know, it's is uh, the first time that Iowa State is ranked higher than Iowa. So. And, and uh, the thing about when people ask me, you know, who are you pulling for and, and what's your thoughts on the game, I went to Iowa. You know, I've, I've got my degree from the University of Iowa. So I'm a Hawkeye. I love the Hawks, and I love to see them win uh, up until they play Iowa State. And, and my allegiance to Iowa State is simply because They've been the underdog for so long. Uh, they have been the doormat of, you know, so many years of doing their best, but yet, you know, just falling a little short. And and when I was at the University of Iowa, I got to know Dan McCarney rather well. Wonderful guy, great fella, and, and I'd like to think a good friend. So when he took the job at Iowa State... I was thrilled, and and uh, uh, back when I was in radio and I was on sound off and that kind of thing, uh, all I had to do was give him a call, and he would get me sideline passes. Uh, he was always willing to do an interview with us, again, back when I was in radio. And so, uh, because I knew him, because he was now... Uh, very passionate about coaching Iowa State, uh, and they were the underdog, it was really easy for me to root for Iowa State and Dan McCarney. And like I said, he would get me sideline passes to any game I asked him for. And and uh, going to either Iowa City or Ames, you know, I was on the sidelines with him and, and – uh, I really enjoyed pulling for Iowa State because they were the underdog. And there were uh, instances where they were close, uh, but came up short. There were instances when they won, and I was uh, just ecstatic for Coach McCarney and the Cyclones. And and while I've... Uh, the same thing happened when Paul Rhodes took over. You know, he was very kind to me. Uh in fact, one year he had me come in and talk to his uh, football team in, in a kind of a, uh, ending of their uh, uh, fall practices and, and getting ready for games. I came in and I talked to his kids, and, and I thought that went rather well. It kind of surprised him a little bit because I was, I was uh, granted permission to just do what any kind of material I wanted, so... Uh, some of it was a little risque, more so than I would do on stage, and or certainly on radio. And 
and uh, he loved it, as did the, the, the football players. So it was. It's always been very easy for me to root for Iowa State, and I uh, I got to be honest uh, to the uh, chagrin of some loyal Hawk fans. I'm pulling for them uh, this Saturday because I think uh, they are well overdue to have a great great season and and to uh, prove that they weren't uh, mistaken in rating Iowa State as high as they've been. So. I, I think it's going to be an exciting game. My idea of, of where things are at is uh, traditionally you got to give the, uh, the home field advantage, which I do. They're in Ames. I think that uh, Iowa State uh, had some trouble with a, a strong UNI team. Uh, so they are favored, but I don't think by that much. And Iowa is coming off a fairly easy victory against uh, Indiana. So I look at it uh, psychologically, the Hawkeyes are going to be feeling pretty strong based on that win against Indiana. Iowa State's got to be feeling like, hey, we've got to shore up some uh, uh, some negatives. We've got to be on our game because uh, they're feeling like they only got by uh, uh, you and I uh, very luckily, you know, because uh, it, 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 with as high a ranking as Iowa State had, they should have beat UNI by more than, than uh, six points. So I'm, I'm given the edge. I, if, if this week in practice was any indication, and I think it is, uh, Iowa State's working harder than Iowa, in my opinion. Uh, just based on the results of last week. So uh, I think that uh, Iowa State's got more than a great chance of, of winning this thing, and that's going to quiet down the Hawk fans who are always very, very uh, vocal and adamant about how, how much better Iowa is than Iowa State. So there's a lot at stake. It's going to be a great game. And the only thing wrong now with this, it, it, it's possible uh, that we're not going to get, or at least I'm not going to get to see it on TV. I know it's on ABC, um, and I hope I, I hope you know there. I, I wasn't able to watch them last Saturday, uh, even though it was on ESPN two. I get ESPN two, but I tuned in hopefully to see the game, and I'm watching. U.S. Open tennis for some odd reason. So I hope that doesn't happen this Saturday where uh, I don't get to watch it. So I'm, I'm holding my breath till 3.30 Saturday when, when I'm going to tune in at ABC and hopefully see the game. So that's, and I predict uh, Iowa State, and I, I think it's going to be a close game. But I look for it to be uh, 27 to uh, 10. How's that? Ooh. That's my prediction. That's pretty good. I cool. state 27 10 over the Hawkeyes. What do you think of that, Coach? Uh, I, it was pretty pretty interesting, everything you had to say. You know, I'm, I myself have uh, lived uh, over 50 years of this Hawkeye cyclone frenzy. Can you tell me the uh, first time you actually had an Iowa State game? Well, it's going back a ways. Uh, I 
I don't remember. You know, I'm kind of old, Dave. <laughs> Me too. I am kind of old. So uh, memory is at uh, as an issue here. So is that, there's been so, so many that it's tough for me to pick out the, the actual game. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was in school at Iowa, I went to a couple of these. And, and as you remember, early on, you know, Iowa had no trouble whipping up on Iowa State uh, for several years. Except for 1983. Then, uh, then it was a shock or two when, when Iowa State prevailed, and I believe uh, that first one was with Coach McCartney over in Ames uh, when they won. I, I, the years are a little fuzzy, my friend, uh, but it goes back a long way. Well, it's great. I'm always excited, you know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, my head tells me I was going to win, but my heart tells me Iowa State's going to win. And uh, I'm thinking it's uh, going to be a 28 to 26 Iowa State. Really? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. So I just they think, don't beat the spread when you when in your mind they don't because aren't they, uh, Iowa State's favored by three? Are they? Yeah. I saw the computer module. They said Iowa would win 28 to 26. Okay. But uh, they don't play the game on the computer, so. Uh, no games ever played there. If the, yeah, the game's in Ames, and I, I think, I hope that gives them a start. They, they'll be ready. You like you say, you know, I mean, they're, they're going to be working hard and not overconfident. You think Iowa might be overconfident? Well, I, you know, uh, I think so. They didn't have any trouble with a, a, a top 20 uh, rated team. And, and uh, you know, I just, I just think while I'm sure their coaching staff is stressing to them this last week that they cannot overlook Iowa State and they cannot get cocky based on uh, their production, their, their uh, point production, uh, against Indiana, so and and uh, you know if if that uh, safety for Iowa doesn't get two uh, pick sixes, you take those two scores out of there, which you know you know it's not that's not going to happen every game, but their defense really helped uh, score some points last week and. And, and uh, I, as I said, I think their coaching staff is stressing to them that they just simply can't overlook uh, a strong Iowa State. And they've got uh, this Charlie Kohler coming back. He's always been very prominent in, in Iowa State's offense. And, and I think anything that uh, their, their coaching staff thought they, they uh, did not do well enough you can bet that all this last week they've been working on that, and and I think that's that's where I that's where I pick Iowa State. I just uh, uh, feel pretty strong about that home field advantage. Uh, they they uh, played well uh, well enough to win last week, and I think they're going to play better than that uh, this Saturday. And I'm picking Iowa State. Could, uh, one more question, though. Uh, tell me about Iowa State's receiving cores. What kind of weapons do they have? 
Well, Charlie Culler is already a preseason uh, uh, All-American pick, I believe. And he was not able to play last week, so I'm sure he's been practicing hard all week. Uh, he is uh, uh, about 6'6", or something like that. I mean, he's a big target. Always been very prominent in the past. I think they'll go to him a lot, uh, if not to... Uh, 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 make some big plays, but maybe to uh, 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 use as a decoy a good many times, so where they can get the ball to some other people. And this Brees Hall is, is I think, just uh, waiting to get his chance. And you know, all last year uh, he was awesome in the backfield and, and uh, averaged, I think, uh, hundred yards a game. You know, he can break it away at any time. So I think, and, and Brock Purdy can scramble with the best of them and come out of the pocket. Uh, I just, uh, those three individuals right there alone, uh, to me, make them a very valid uh, offensive uh, ball club. Well, I just got a fever for this game. I am shaking in my boots waiting for it to start, and I know everyone else is too, so... Uh, you got anything to wrap it up? Other than um, I, I believe in Iowa State this year. Uh, I having uh, being an alumni of Iowa. I you know it's it's kind of odd because uh, I'm pulling for Iowa State as I have in the past. Like I said, they're the underdog. Or uh, previous to this game, they've always been the underdog. I kind of like to. I a lot of people root for the underdog. But, uh, you know, in, in a normal kind of situation, it wouldn't bother me if Iowa won, and it wouldn't bother me if Iowa State won. You know, and that's where my thoughts on that are unique because it's so seldom you get anybody that would say that because they're either 100% Hawkeyes and the hell with Iowa State or they're 100% Iowa State and the hell with the Hawks. You know, and it's, uh, uh, I think Iowa State fans are more accustomed to being vocal and, and obnoxious about their support for the Hawks. So that's always been a part of it as well when, when Iowa State has come out on top is I enjoy the fact that, that uh, the Hawk fans kind of kind of keep their mouth shut for the next year. Uh, because they're always they are really insufferable. Brag about it. Well, I think we're blessed to be in a state with two excellent teams and excellent programs and excellent coaches and excellent facilities and excellent athletes. And I'm with you. I'm for both teams. And I, you know, I just kind of my dad went to Iowa State and all my grandpa went to Iowa State and all his brothers went to Iowa State. So I'm kind of a homer on that one. Right, and and you left out excellent fans. Yeah, uh, they have excellent both, fans. Both schools have got excellent fans, but like I said a moment ago, uh, a good many of your Hawk fans uh, don't know when to back off their praise for their team and and paying some respect to uh, Iowa State. So, uh, yeah, kudos to everything you said as far as coaches, players. Uh, stadiums, everything, but yet, yeah, the fans are are top notch, 
and they're passionate. Uh, there's always a few bad apples, uh, and you can uh, learn that after this game with the, the amount of arrests that have been made. I got a buddy of mine. He's a cop in Iowa City, and every time we talk, uh, he's always on duty, of course, during a home football game. And he'll tell me how many arrests they've been made and, and uh, what kind of shenanigans have gone on in, in uh, lieu of some of these uh, fans that have uh, perhaps tailgated a little too uh, uh, aggressively and, and they don't know when to you know keep their mouth shut or back up when a cop is telling them, hey, lighten up type of thing. So... Uh, outside of a few bad apples, we got excellent fans, and I hope uh, you, the only way they can both win is if the game ends in a tie, and I would would see that as being pretty unlikely. But yeah, that would be my my take on Iowa Iowa State. Other than like I said, I I hope I hope I'm able to see it. Yeah, so so am I. Well, we've been uh, covering the Iowa-Iowa State game. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I want to remind you we have a YouTube channel, Round Guy the Podcast. If you go there and subscribe, it help us out a lot. We appreciate you listening, and uh, give us your feedback. Thanks again.